0: How to have a good spiritual life? Go to mass and you will find in your mass how to be a good Christian. Cuz you know we have to go to heaven and to go to heaven we have to carry our cross. And the best way to carry our cross is to go to mass where we see our Lord crucified without needed to suffer being innocent, we are prompted to realize I'm a sinner, I need to suffer. I need to carry my cross. I follow our Lord. And for this, the first condition we need to have is to have a great desire. I want to give myself more to God. of Lefebvre said we need to be a soul of desire. We need to have a firm will to know our Lord. You see, everything is connected. If I know our Lord, I will understand more his sacrifice. I will know no more the mass, I will know more how to behave, how to carry my cross every day. But the more we will know our Lord, our Lord will say, Archbishop Lefebvre said, to the degree that our Lord wills to reveal his own mystery to us, to that degree also does he place the cross on our shoulders. And therefore many souls hesitate to give themselves completely to our Lord because there is a kind of fear of perfection fear of holiness. We know that when we give ourselves to God, we will have to change certain things. The best proof we have for that is when we take a resolution. We take a resolution and we are very weak at keeping it. How is it? Because we are afraid of making efforts. When we try to be better in Solomon, we try to be more charitable, to be less lazy, to be more mortified. It's extremely difficult to persevere. And we know that if we think more about our Lord, if we look at the Holy Face, if we meet the gaze of our Lord, we will know that we will have to change. I told one seminarian one time he wanted to not disobey the, the rule, but he wanted an excuse to not obey the rule, if you want. Only Seminarians can come up with such distinctions. And, uh, and I explain, and I explain, yes, but, yes, but, yes, but, but this, but do you think about that? I said, look at the crucifix and think what you should do. And he answered, I hate this kind of answer. <laughs> because he knew by, okay, it's true, that's not exactly that what you have to do, but look at the crucifix. Did our Lord say, no, I don't need to suffer? No, that's too much. No, our Lord gave himself fully in silence. That's why when we want to be better, we know that we will have to suffer in a certain way. We will have to change something in our life. So that's at the beginning of our spiritual life. we like, on the bottom of a huge mountain. I want to make to the top. I want to make to heaven, but I need to want it. You know, St. Thomas Aquinas, his sister, came and said, what should I do to be a saint? To want it. But what also? To want it. What also? To want it. We need to have a desire to be better. St. Benedict, when people want to go to the Benedict Monastery, His criterion said, do they seek God? If he truly seek God, this man is able to enter the monastery if he really wants to. That's why actually in the rule of St. Benedict, when he wrote it, he said, don't have them come in the monastery right away. Don't open the door immediately. Let them wait a little bit outside to see if they really, really want. And if they discourage, if they are discouraged, they will leave. But if they really want to be closer to God, they will persevere. So what we need to do. We need to have strong resolution, more uh, good intention. Very often we don't last in our effort because our intention, the beginning of intention, is very weak. So every morning when we wake up, you know, when we were children, we were doing the Eucharistic crusade. And there is the prayer, the offering prayer. But everyone can do an offering as he wakes up in the morning. I offer you everything I will do this morning. Everything I will do today. My duty, my prayers, the way I welcome the trials, the sorrows, the difficulties. Because every day we'll meet a person who annoys us, something that we are not expecting. We had planned to do that and something comes, someone comes up and our plans are destroyed. To be able to look at the crucifix and to continue. I offer my suffering, even my joys. Everything is in your hand. So that's we put the intention, the good intention, for the whole day. And always ask us ourselves the first question you have in the catechism. Who made me? God made me. Why did God make me? To know, love, serve him in this world in order to be happy in the next. I'm here to know God. Do I want to know God? Do I have this desire to know God? Because when I know, I love. And when I love, I know. And there I will be, prompted, will be prompted to serve him. Think about that. In heaven, we will see God. That's what heaven is. I know God as much as God will reveal him to himself. But that's what makes the science happy. What is the happiness of heaven? It's the knowledge, the vision of God. What is the vision of God? It's to know him in a full way. Not perfectly as God knows himself, not as much as the Blessed Mother, depending on the degree of holiness. But we will know God. So if I want to know God in the next world, I need to know him and to want to know him. St. Therese or St. Paul speak about you have to open your heart. Because when we are restrictive, I want to love God, but... I don't want him to come in this corner of my life. I, don't want, I know I should be more careful. I make an effort the way I talk about my neighbor. But I don't really want to make that effort. That's where we, we are, don't have a true desire. It's like a husband who will tell his wife, I will love you perfectly 99% of my time. 1% is for me. The woman who accepts such a husband, she's an idiot. Because no. You cannot accept. I want you one hundred percent. I cannot say that would. It's against common sense. But it's the same for God. Oh, I want to love God. I want to be good. And as soon as I go out of the chapel, I start pick biting, back biting. Sorry, back biting. My neighbor and so on. The tongue who receive holy communion supposed to to keep holy communion throughout the day. So if we need, if we see a little corner that needs to be clean in our life, let us open our heart wide to God. We need this great desire, you know, in the Psalms, we have this beautiful quote, as the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, my God, my soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When can I go and meet with God? Our soul should thirst for God. Am I thirsty to know because I want To know God. Am I looking for God? And we have these terrible words in the Holy Scripture. God looks down from heaven and all mankind to see if there is anyone who understands, anyone who seeks God. Everyone has turned away. All have become corrupt. There is no one who does good, not even one. In Scripture we speak about, we hear about God looking down. Is there anyone thinking of God? He said, there is no one. Archbishop bejolet has a beautiful uh, quote after that. Our duty is to prove that that statement false by constantly seeking God ourselves. We want to tell God, no. You say that there is no one who is looking for God. I want to look for you. I want to make that statement false by constantly seeking God ourselves. The great thing that comes with the desire to know God, to love God, to transform our life, is to love silence. Yes, it's not in the middle of noise, in the middle of chaos, that we are going to find God. Our special faith recommend Imitation of Christ, chapter 20, the first book, to find time and place how to meditate. Leave curiosity alone. If we will cut from our life, especially since this technology appeared amidst of us, if we leave all the unnecessary, the things that bring trouble to our soul, that distract us from God, aside, we will have more time than a Carmelite to pray. Read such matter as bring sorrow to the heart rather than occupation to the mind, meaning things that, only pass the time. If you withdraw yourself from unnecessary talking and idle running about, from listening to gossip and rumors, you will find enough time that is suitable for holy meditation. You know, the imitation of Christ was written many centuries ago, but we can use that today for us. Staying away from rumors, gossip, spending time in meditation, let us make this effort. That will prove to God that we really want to do something with our life. And this beautiful words from meditation anyone then who aims to live the inner and spiritual life, that's what we are looking for here. Anyone who wants to have a spiritual life must go apart with Jesus from the crowd. Can be five minutes, can be ten minutes, can be once, twice a day. I go apart, not only from the crowd, because unfortunately today, the phone is the whole world. So put the phone in another room so it doesn't beep, it doesn't make any noise that will distract us. Just with Jesus Christ, with God alone. With great peace and tranquility will be his if he cut himself off from all empty care and thought only of things divine, things helpful to his soul. And put all his trust in God. When we read about all these scandals, and there are many scandals, in the church, and with this crazy synod going on, with the world and so on, does it really help my soul to be in this constant state of fear, agitation? I know the world is bad. I know there is a crisis of the church. I don't need to know all the details. I just need to go back in my room and think about God. If you desire true sorrow of heart, seek the privacy of your cell and shut out the upward world as it is written in your chamber, be veil your sins. But it's going to be difficult at the beginning. We don't like silence, especially we have the world, we have agitations, so it's going to be difficult. But if we give up, it will be more difficult. On the contrary, if we start to do that, this effort as a proof to God that we want to be a greater saint, we will like that, to live in company with our Lord. Yes. Are we fascinated by the mystery of our Lord? Think about the Blessed Mother pondering all day long about the beauties of our Lord about the life of his son, of her son, of her words, of his words and so on. The saints. They all followed our Lord fully. So we want to follow what make them saints. To be saint is to have our Lord in the center of our heart. Our Lord who help us to think, to speak, to act all the day long. That's why everything is united in the spirituality wanted by Archbishop Lefebvre in the members and third older member are part of the member of the society, the mass is the center. Because the mass is the sacrifice of our Lord, our Lord giving himself fully the greatest act of love, king his life for his father and for us. Therefore it has an influence on us, ready to give our life to God and to our neighbor. What should we meditate about? We know we meditate about the stations the mystery of the rosary, the life of our Lord, the joyful, sorrowful, glorious mystery. Do we meditate about God? Saint Thomas, Archbishop of Hesse, does not hesitate to bring us into the most elevated subject, the most profound for us, and at the same time closer to our heart, God himself. That's what we are going to see in heaven, God. Do we meditate about God? I think about God. Think about the little St. Thomas Aquinas, five years old. He was in the monastery in Monte Cassino, and he would go around and ask the monks, what is God? Who is God? And so on. That's what the saints do in heaven. They see who God is. And we should try to ponder about that. Let us not be afraid to meditate on God. Just to sit there, I said, God exists. God exists. God is almighty when we are troubled and this and that and this crisis. God is almighty. God is. We cannot say that God was, God will be. God is. He was from the beginning, He will be until the end, He is eternal. Let us enter into God. I stay with God, I stay in His presence. God loves himself in the Holy Trinity, mystery of love, but he proves his love for us by giving his life for us. Let us never separate our Lord Jesus Christ and God because our Lord Jesus Christ is God. Today, unfortunately, they put God a bit too far away in the clouds and so on, and Jesus Christ, we see him only as man. For example, just the fact that Communion in the hand. Communion distributed by whoever without respect, without reverence. How many people believe in the real presence? This is God of all majesty. The angels are prostrated, They are knight in front of God. And we can just distribute that and receive that in the hands, standing. You see, today they want to make our Lord a pure man and God. Something vague idea in the clouds. At the end, no one really believes in a God. They see Jesus Christ as a good man, wonderful man, but that's it. Power of God, this miracle and so on. Everything is despised, mocked, because they want to make God a man. They want to make man God. That's why we are here today. Many men said, "I am my God." They don't say this way but they are going to tell you God is not going to tell me what to do with my life. I am the master of my own life. That means there is no God. or oh, I am God. So when we think about these things, God is there. I believe in Father, in God the Father Almighty. In one instant, every problem of this world can be forced and be solved by our Lord. We have the victory if we stay on his side. Let us believe on the let us really um, think about God. Because today people deny, doubt God's existence. But God is more real than the things that are real in this world. I like the granite, the stone. Our church is made out of granite. Because that's when you touch, it feels real. It feels stable, it feels perseverant. When you touch air, when you touch water... When you touch a plant, you know that doesn't have this impression, these stones, they were there before us, they will there after us. Those are real. But it's nothing in comparison with God's existence. God is much more real than this stone, than these things that seem to be so stable. We don't see Him, but He is there. He exists. So let us think about that. God. God exists, Jesus Christ is God. When I go to Mass, when I make my genuflection, when I enter into the temple of God, the way I go to Mass on time, this is the house of God. God is calling the way I receive Holy Communion on my knees, on my tongue, the way God is present all the day long, living in the presence of God, the love of God for me, even sin. What is sin in comparison with God? Sin is wishing God's death. Especially grave sin. I prefer God to be dead in my soul than God. That's sin. That's why today when people said sin oh sin is not not that bad. What is a sin? A sin is a wishful fully desired Wish that God will be away. So that when we think more about God, everything changes. I'm in God's presence. No one sees me now. No, God sees me. That was one of the principles of education of the mother of St. John Bosco. I have to work. Your father is dead. I cannot watch over you. But God sees you. That was very powerful. God sees you. So let us... Enter a little bit in this mystery of God. God, when we try to speak about him, we are powerless. God doesn't have a name. You know, the one who cannot be named. That was the letters used in the Old Testament. The one who cannot have a name. Yes, God. We gave his name. We speak about Father, Lord, Creator. According to what he does, he's our father. But We use a father to explain, but God cannot really be named. So the first attitude as we enter in the mystery of God is the attitude of humility. God, today, unfortunately, they made God, it's true God wants to be in friendship with us. But that doesn't mean he's our equal. God is infinite in his majesty. We cannot even find the right word to say who he is. So we use, we multiply the word Father because he gave us the life, Lord because he commands, Creator because he created us, and so on. But we don't really know. We don't have a name to say exactly that is God. You know, a man is a man. An apple tree is an apple tree. But to define God through a name, we don't have and when Moses asked, "God, give me your name so I can tell people in Egypt, "Search and church send me." God did not answer and insist, "I am who am. I am who is." Thus you shall the children of Israel, "He who is has sent me to you. He who is, the one who is." That's the best definition of God according to St Thomas Aquinas. The one who is, the one who am. That sounds very difficult for us. Yes, because God is God is. When we said I am a man, I said I'm not an animal. I restrict a name. When I said this is a chair, sure, that means this is not a table, this is not the floor, this is not the fridge, and so on. When we give a name, we restrict. But God is so full in his being that we cannot give him a name. He's the one who is. He is because he is by himself. The chair is made because someone made it. We are here because our parents and God created us, and so on. We are all made by someone else. Therefore, we cannot say I am by myself. But God can say it. I am. And also, when he said, I am the one who am, that means I don't have past, I don't have future, I am in an eternal present. That's also something wonderful. Archbishop Lefebvre actually liked to to meditate about that. A person could meditate on that for hours. What about... God possesses all being in himself, his own nature. His being from himself. And we are from another. It's going to be the conference next month. Man, we are dependent. And God is independent, supremely free. And you see, original sin came up. You shall be God. You decide what you want. Independence. The spirit of independence is an anti-Christian spirit. And that's the spirit of the world. I want to be free. I want to make my own choice. My own decision and so on. While we are dependent, we are a creature. Without God, we will be nothing. Even that, we have a hard time meditating. What is nothing? Nothing. And so on. So God is And we are not. That's what he told St. Catherine of Siena. I am the one who is, and you are the one who is not. Meaning, you are the one who is not by yourself. You need God. Therefore, you need to be humble. You need to be dependent. That's the true Christian attitude. That's why we need to go to Mass. We don't go to Mass because we want to tell God how good we are, because we need His life, as we need His constant support in order to exist. Without him, we will not exist now. So that's what you can see, thinking about God, who he is. Just thinking, God is. And I am not. I am, but dependent on God. Without God, I am nothing. And so on. So, you see, let us not be afraid. Sometimes we say, oh God, this is, this is a... When we think about God, oh God, that's, that's too complicated for me. No. That will help us to pray better. Holy Mother, Mother of God. Think about the Blessed Mother. What a honor to be the Mother of God. When I use his name, not using his name in vain, because it's a sacred name, and so on, living in his presence, and so on. God has existed forever. Yes, we have that in Scripture Our Lord speaking now, Father, glorify me with thyself, with the glory that I had with thee from the world, before the world existed. Our Lord used the same word when he spoke. You are not even 50 years old and you speak about Abraham. You say that you knew Abraham before Abraham came to be I am. And there, the enemies of our Lord understood perfectly what he meant. That's why they wanted to kill him, because he made himself God, but he had the right to do it because he was God. He wanted to show them, look at my works, look at my miracles. Before Abraham was, I am. So let us go not dissociate Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ's human nature, by meditating his mystery, his life, it's like a ladder. But the ladder has to lead us to the divine nature, the one we don't see, God exists. God's loves me. And so on. Therefore, God being full in existence, God is, is the truth, is the goodness, is the beauty. You cannot say like this man is true, this man is beautiful, this man is good. We know because he has this small goodness. But God is truth. He's the full truth because it's a full being. God is the full goodness. Even the philosopher discover that, Aristotle, and so on. Aristotle, pagan philosopher, great pagan philosopher, said the happiness of man will be in seeing, contemplating God. It's impressive that a philosopher could find more or less that supreme truth. Contemplation of God is the only thing that will make man fully happy, knowing the best and loving him, and so on. So let us enter into spiritual life by thinking of God more, giving a greater place to God in our life. We have this beautiful Psalm 8, where I read that to you. When I consider thy heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have ordained. It's so a creature. You know, when I see the moon, the stars, the creature, I tell myself what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you have visited him? Who are we that you are so kind with us, that you are so good that you think of us? That in comparison with all the other creatures, you have seen intelligence by which we can know. You know, when we receive a great gift from someone not expected we are confounded, we are like overwhelmed with gratitude. And we should have the same attitude. Who are we that God will think of us? And God thinks of us. We are in His hands day and night. Who are we? We should be overjoyed with joy and humility that God of infinite majesty is thinking of us. For you have made Him little lower than God, and you crown Him with glory and honor. Yes. We have been, we can say the angels, the angels who are perfect spiritual being when we see they see the love that God has God didn't become an angel to save the fallen angels God became man to save us who are we? who are man? who is man? that God will care so much about him so let us have the same attitude God is we are not and how is it that God takes care of us so we should have a heart full of Faith, God exists, God, but also hope. There is hope for us. We have such a help in the love of God for us. The world of today, they wanted to get rid of God, to be free, independent, happy. was nothing new with that. Adam and Eve, they heard the same. But what happened today, the world dies with despair. People are despair. People kill themselves, commit suicide because you have no God, you have no hope. That's up to us to think about this and to help our neighbor through our prayer and good example. And lastly, we are confronted with charity. God created me among so many other beings he could have created. He chose to have me created. So the least I can do is to love him back and to stay at my place, that's will be the conference next week, to stay at my place and to be a missionary by helping the others, by prayer and good example, that themselves too increase in their spiritual life, which is their Christian life, where God, our Lord Jesus Christ, has a greater place.